Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham, although this should be Let's Talk England and Tottenham. The Euros are finished, such disappointment that we got to the final hurdle and couldn't quite climb it, but it's been overshadowed by the absolutely deplorable basis tweets of the three penalty taker misses, absolutely disgusting. Uh, the team united the country so much, so much to be proud of, and then for that to happen is just deplorable. But like I say, so much to be proud of. And we've gone one step further than the last World Cup. Can we go one step further in the next World Cup? But also, the Premier League will now take focus pre-season starts. Ben's a United fan. Let's talk about them, where he th thinks they'll finish. And obviously, Tottenham. Kane will be the big story now. Will he stay? Will he go? And who we get to replace him? Who comes in? We needed a defender. So talk about all that and much, much more on Let's Talk. It so nearly came home. Hi Ben, welcome back. I must become a semi-regular on here. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, fine. You? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, still slightly disappointed, but uh, obviously, you know, I, I saw a tweet on Sunday morning, which I thought was spot on, like with the final coming up. Only Tottenham fans are mentally prepared for this. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, the amount of finals I've seen is uh, my team's in and lost. You know, I, I've, I've come to terms with it fairly quickly, but... Uh, so much to be proud of. Uh, we, anyone who doesn't know me and Ben did a predictions league for the Euros. I think we both said quarterfinals for England. We massively surpassed that semi-final in the World Cup final in the uh, Euros World Cup fast approaching again. Uh, so much to be proud of, right? We'll get into the tactics and mistakes and issues like that. But first and foremost... No one saw this coming, I don't think. The players will say they did, but whether they did or not. But so much to be proud of and brilliant tournament for us. It's just the final hurdle we didn't quite get over. But what, what are your overriding feelings and feelings over the tournament yeah. as a whole and England in the tournament? Yeah, look, I, you know, I thought England could win it at the start. I think I thought England would... I thought I thought Belgium would do better. I, I didn't see Italy, so so that I think you maybe even said you were were you were a little well, bit. Well, I did. I did. But... Yeah, I did a podcast with Mark, who's hopefully on tomorrow, uh, where you can't discount Italy just because of what they yeah, do. Yeah, I think you did say that in fairness. And but you know, I the reason I had England out at the quarters, I think, in our predictions, was because I think they were they were we weren't sure they were playing that group of death runner up, and I expected France and Portugal to do better. So, but yeah, I mean, I think. From an England point of view, I think it's been what what a couple of weeks or whatever, mm. you know, three or four weeks. It's, teams obviously going going places. They're all so young, you know, a semi final of a World Cup, you know, and they were questioned, you know, who did they really play? And this time round, you know, they played some good teams. You know, Czech Republic were in the were in the group. You know, Scotland's never easy because of the rivalry. Croatia, you know, they were World Cup finalists. Beat Germany. Okay, Ukraine might have been a bit of a Hmm. bit of a sort of Passover for us, but, you know, and then obviously you had, you know, the, the semis, which, which was really good, you know, and I, I don't know. I, I think it, we just came short at the end, but I mean, we didn't lose a game hmm. in, hmm. you know, and, you know, and I think people go, you know, people forget how big a talent that is. I mean, you look through that team, you know, you know, I thought some of our players were outstanding all tournament. I, um, you know, we maybe didn't, some players maybe played, more than I thought they would, and some people didn't play as many. I mean, I thought Foden would have a much bigger part in the tournament. Um, Rashford too, although you know, I think Rashford was probably carrying injury right from the beginning. And like players like Saka, who maybe I didn't expect to see as much of, you know, obviously was was brilliant. And yeah, so I mean, I, 
look, it's easy at the time when you, you lose a final, and I think you, everyone's always disappointed. It'd be un, it wouldn't be natural if you're not disappointed. Mm. But, I mean, we've got so much to be proud of with this group, and I think, you know, I, I don't like international football, really. I mean, even other tournaments, you know, as a United fan, I was always more worried about getting our players back fit because we've got a league to win, you know. That's, just, you know, generally, you know, United's, uh, you know, me growing up, that was my thought process on it. But... I have to be honest, this team really does make you want to support them. You know, really does. And, uh, you know, it gives me genuine optimism for a World Cup. Mm. I mean, when was the last time we said that? I mean, even the yeah. last World Cup, were, were, we, were we genuinely optimistic? I'm not so no. sure we were. You know, I, I'm, and not, I think, uh, I'm not sure about this one because it's been in Qatar. I know the winter, but it will still be hot. So it will suit the South Americans, Africans who are used to that kind of heat because it's we're, it, it'll feel like summer here but yeah i mean the, the the way we've played there's no reason why we can't go out and do something there that i mean yeah. when i watched I, that I, copper america i watched that copper america there's nothing to fear there no. i mean that you know i mean you know that's you know they were that that final they weren't there were two pretty you know i mean obviously messi is just a name are there soon sensational players but i mean as a united fan if fred's in your first team for brazil <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, I like Fred, but like, you know, that's not that's not what you expect of a Brazil team, you know. No. And you know, uh, you know, I've got a lot of time for Fred for, for United, but you know, I was a bit shocked, you know, at that. And you know, I, I, I honestly don't see. It. I think that I still think the winners of the Euro- next World Cup will be from Europe. I still think that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure on that, but it'll be interesting to see. But uh, we, we've obviously mentioned how to be pr- that we should be proud and a great tournament and all the positives. We've obviously got to mention the negatives. You mentioned Saka there. We'll come on to him in a bit. But racism again. Uh, the whole nation has been united and then all of a sudden, because they miss a few penalties in the biggest match in most of their careers. Well, I mean, it's, it's just... Again. But, but, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I shared something yesterday. Uh, ben shared something on Facebook, so I'll share that on Twitter. Again, there's petitions going around to get Twitter and social media to change uh, with verification IDs, which something has to happen because this can't go on. Uh, so I'll share that with the, after this tweet. I'll put a reply to the tweet when the podcast is uploaded. Please, please sign any petition you see for this because this has to change on all social media to eradicate this once and for all because and then Marcus Rashford comes out with his speech saying I'm not apologising for who I am he shouldn't bloody have to you've got MPs saying he shouldn't have been playing politics if you tossers had done your job in the first place he wouldn't have had to uh, Preeti Patel should be forced to respond to Tyrone Ming's comments and, and it's just but something has to change so please 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 sign this petition any petitions you see for this change I think as I think as well, like you say, you say the country was united, and I think you know that that is um, yes, true to a large degree. But even even in the build-up, we had all this you know this this craziness over like them taking the knee and people booing mm. them. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it's absolutely insane. I mean, you know, and Boris saying that's fine, so he's got to be to blame. If you haven't seen Gary Neville's um, video yesterday, watch that way articulates that far better than I can. But but when you've got the Prime Minister saying that Muslim ladies look like letterboxes and that's okay, what do you expect? Yeah. It's going to well, filter down. And then Preeti Patel being allowed to be a bully and get away with it, it's just going to filter yeah. down. So, I mean, yeah, I, please I think, sign you know, these the, petitions. 
the government asked footballers to do more and I, you know now they're doing more they don't like it you know so I think yeah. you know I think that, that at the end of the day these footballers are everything that these people you know they're, they're obviously obsessed with money and status these players have it and they don't they don't have to bow down to these people they you know mm. you know they're you know they have their rights to their opinions they've obviously kept them quiet for a while on the knee thing and I think you know they're absolutely spot on they couldn't have said it more often that it's not a political thing and you know that these people still come out and make their case you know it's crazy it's, it's absolutely insane you know I mean who, who who is you know Boris Johnson to tell you know those players in that team that it's political you know yeah. <laughs> crazy. absolutely insane so you know yeah. but you know I think that sort of fed into it and as the as the as the competition went on we got better and better feelings everyone was you know playing so well the squad was obviously together you know I think you know people will say what they like about Southgate but he's done something that no other England manager's done I think in a long time maybe maybe even since like you know 90 Euro 96 with um you know yeah I think you know that you got the real impression that this squad was you know real together and Hmm. you know and again Southgate he's got got that thing where you know anyone you feel like you play well for your club you can be picked it doesn't matter if you play for United or you play for Watford or you know whatever it might be right you're if you're playing well as an Englishman you you will get picked and I think that's it's so good for English football and I think they're just there's so much to be proud of and I think if anything the stupidity since the penalties of, of people on Twitter like you say these like faceless cowards you know who who you know can type what they want and I, I, I always like Mike Tyson's comment about like social media and Twitter you know social media has made people far too comfortable with insulting people and not getting punched in the face mm. you know and oh, it, yeah, well, think, these people would never ever true. go up to Marcus Rashford and say that but, no. yeah it's just coward, exactly the same as trolling but yeah, I mean, well, what I would say, what I would say about the Rashford thing is, again, after the year that Marcus Rashford has had, right, and what he's done for the country and for kids especially, hmm. for people to give him any sort of jip at all is is just is utterly hmm. disgraceful. And I was really heartwarmed to see the mural in uh, Manchester. People like putting up things of support for him, absolutely yeah. lovely. And I think that that's how that's how we stop these people. You know, you just don't know no inch given it's not acceptable you know yeah. show the good side of people yeah i mean it's fine i think to have a go at him for missing a penalty but then again calm it down he's been on the pitch for seven seconds it's in the biggest game of his career messi's missed penalties ronaldo's missed penalties it can be done so but we'll come on to that in a bit and you know but he but- hasn't missed a penalty because he's black Oh, no, 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 no. No. Yeah. And that's where... And if that's Harry where Kane misses insane. a penalty, he's an idiot. Marcus Rashford misses a penalty, he's an idiot. That That's the only similarity there. Exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned Southgate there, and I, I saw people calling for his head and saying he's not good enough. Someone <laughs> to replace him with Sean Dyke, which is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, he, he's got so much right. But we were speaking yesterday, and I think in the, in the final, in the crunch, crunch, I think he got a lot of stuff wrong. And... I likened it to Croatia in the World Cup uh, three years ago. We were 1-0 up half-time. And obviously something's going to change because the team can't carry on like that. And Modric and Rakitic made the change themselves, took control of the game. Southgate was slow to react. It was crying out for Eric Dyer and then the momentum shifted. And in this, it was Mancini who changed it at half-time and he was slow to react. So I do think in the big, big, big moments like that, he, he needs to learn that lesson. But having said that, 
calling him to be fired absolutely ridiculous and I mean, and and he he did make a lot of decisions throughout the tournament which were right i i just and, and not only that changing the momentum but he he chose the order of the penalties and how, having a 19 year old who's never taken a professional penalty before on fifth was a mistake yeah. but then but then you know the penalty orders. You know who's taking the penalty. You know Sancho and Rashford are taking the penalties. You know Grealish and Sterling aren't taking the penalties. Take them off with five, ten minutes to go and get Rashford, Sancho into the game. At least have a few kicks, yeah. a few runs. Like that, They were on the pitch for like a minute. They're, they're cold, they're, they're, their muscles are cold and, and no time to prepare really for possibly the biggest kick of their lives. Well, also, and, as well, and, I think and, mentally. And, and I think... Yes, it was a poor penalty. I'm not a fan of the stuttered uh, penalty. I'm, I'm a fan of the just run up and hit it. You don't give keeper time to think, but there's reasons for it. And I think it is on Southgate, I think. I, as much as he's done good uh, and he, he he and the team got us to believe that it's coming home from Badil and Skinner is always sung. It's like, because it's a catchy tumour. It's this time people actually believed it and, and had a real belief that it was. But I, I think in the big, big moments there, he made mistakes and a fair few mistakes. And I cannot believe Jordan Henderson went off. He's not a great penalty taker, but in those moments, you need someone who doesn't buckle under the pressure. This guy's won. He's lost a Champions League final. He's won a Champions League final. He would have been saying, I'm taking a penalty. And and you'd have backed him to score just because he, he wouldn't have tried anything clever. He'd have just stuck it in or attempted to stick it in the corner. I can't believe he took him off with penalties looming. But but having said that, it's a big rant for me here. We've only got 40 minutes. But yeah, he 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 made a lot of mistakes, Southgate, in the big, big, big moments. And that comes from inexperience, but I, I would have hoped he'd have learned his lesson with Croatian. I don't think he has. So he has to learn that lesson quickly if we're to get into finals and win things in Qatar. I don't I don't necessarily agree. I mean, I I, I think that he's um a fairly pragmatic coach anyway. I don't think I don't think like this this tournament we've exactly gone and like you know played ridiculously flowing attacking football. Mm. I don't think that's happened in any game. I know we obviously smashed Ukraine, but you know the Scotland game was was quite pragmatic for for Scotland. I thought you know it wasn't um, too great. Uh, you know the problem was I think going into the tournament. Everyone was worried defensively. Everyone was worried if Maguire didn't get fit or one of Stones and Maguire weren't there, you know, you know, would we, you know, Cody, Mings, there is a drop-off, I mm. think, there. And I think, you know, a lot of people were expecting a back three with Walker, which did happen throughout the tournament. But I think once you go 1-0 up in the second minute, it, it's very difficult. Italy were not creating chance after chance after chance after Mm. chance. They were on top, but Italy were always going to have more of the ball because I think you look at the way the team set up, it was three versus two centrally. And even if you just compare the midfielders, even if we put four midfielders in there, like centrally, Verratti, you know, is one of the best ball keepers in, in, in Europe, right? Barella just, you know, had a great season with Inter. And obviously, Jorginho, we know his strength is on the ball as opposed to defending from the Premier League. And 
so I don't think we were ever going to dominate the ball. I don't think that no, was ever no. a thing. And I don't think that was ever going to be a ploy. I think the problem we had was after the first 30 minutes where we were getting the ball up and we were breaking lines. After that, that didn't happen. We no. didn't get out. We did camp in a bit more. And when you've got Rice and Phillips, they are made for that a little bit, you know, sitting in, you know, breaking up play. Phillips, I think, has got a slightly better range of pass than, than, than Rice. But Rice was a monster, I thought, on the, on the night. Uh, I, I thought final, he was our best player by a mile. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, I think yeah, I have no idea right, when he, yeah. why he went off. It must have been tiredness, I thought. But he was oh, the only I mean, one going blowing. forward. And, and the amount of times he, he gets the ball, breaks up and then runs forward. And then just that there was no one to pass to. And, and I think that first 20 minutes, especially Italy couldn't, they didn't start well. They couldn't cope with Kane coming deep, Sterling taking his position and the full backs going forward. They couldn't cope with that. And, and we score a goal after two minutes and you'll know this from United days, Ferguson days, you smell blood, you go for the kill, certainly in a final. And, and my issue with the second half was that Kane and Sterling were the only forward people. And, and so when they did get the ball or, or Vice went forward, there was nothing there. And you'll know this. And, and, then, and that was all we had. And it was ultra defensive. And you'll know this from Man United times with Ferguson. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Eventually that's going to cause something. And, and, it, that goal was 20 minutes in the making and there was no way we weren't going to concede a goal playing like that. So but oh, my issue was bring Saka, bring Saka on for Trippier or whoever or, or whatever, and give us an attacking threat because that's why you have Vice and Phillips there as two um, um, central holders, uh, holders to, to provide that security so the front three can go and cause some damage. But I thought... It was just, we, we were almost encouraging Italy onto us and, and Kane, Sterling got the ball, no one there, and then they lost the ball. And, and I just think, you say to me all the time, fortune favours the brave, and I don't think yeah. we were brave enough. No, and, I, and, I do and, agree and, with and, that. And, and he only made the change after we conceded, but the momentum had shifted and then it was a essentially a, a next goal. Well, there wasn't a next goal, but next goal wins kind of scenario. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I just think we, we should have, it was almost like he was worried about Italy rather than what we can do to Italy, which I understand that because they are a quality team. But yeah, I just thought that first 20 minutes, we had the, we had the killing of them there. If we'd have really gone for them with Trippier on the right, Shaw left, Kane deep, Sterling forward, they couldn't cope. Yeah. Uh, and then after 20 minutes, 25 minutes, they kind of got a handle on that a little bit. And yeah, then our and they got a handle on Kane, gone. didn't they? I think, I think they definitely well, got a handle on Kane. Kane got deeper yeah. and deeper and deeper. Uh, there was no out ball, whether that's yeah. Southgate or whether that's Kane in game kind of management. I'm not, I don't know. Um, Probably a bit of but both. There was but... certainly, I mean, I mean, there was a couple of times that Maguire sort of came out from the back and he had no way. He just pumped it out of play. And you could see yeah. that they, you know, Stone, Stones and Maguire were getting increasingly frustrated mm. um, throughout I, the game. Yeah. What I would say, what I would just say about, about the, 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 the changing of it, okay, is Italy pretty much scored from a scrappy corner. Yeah, okay. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like they. 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 And I think so. I think Southgate would argue that, you know, and I think that's what, in fairness to him, when they scored, he changed it. And I get your point. Mm. I mean, I obviously brought up on Ferguson football. You know, go and get a second. Go get a third. You know, put this game down. But I think it's very difficult sometimes when you don't have the ball. And you and England don't have like a natural ball playing central midfield player. Mm. They don't. They don't have it. You know, but that's where Foden. Kane comes deep. You kind of have that, but that's what he was doing. And well, certainly that first 20 minutes, we had a way to attack them. And we, we, I think we did it twice when 
yeah, and that's just a disappointing thing for me. As I think as they well got hold of Kane, didn't they? I mean, they, they Kane roasted them in the first thirty minutes. He was dropping into space, his turning, getting his head up, and well, he, he roasted him. That he was against Chiellini, which he got the better of, and then they changed to is it Benucci, the other guy? Yeah, yeah. he swapped but, over and he couldn't handle him. Yeah, but I mean, that's again game management. If you think you got the better of a certain defender, I mean, mm. I've seen strikers the last couple of years just go and stand on the other side of Van Dijk. Yeah, don't want to go anywhere near him. Yeah, but, but I, I do you know, think second half, even if he was winning flick-ons or whatever, there were six Italian defenders there and Sterling yeah. there, and I, I just think I think that's on Southgate really, just put another attacker on, but. Uh, it, it, like we've said before, it's, it's a little bit difficult to have a go at Southgate because yeah. he's done something that no one's done in 55 years. And like you said, we didn't lose the game. We've just lost no. on essentially a game of nerves. Yeah, but, I think I, I do think as well, I, I, you know, I think, you know, he made Southgate made a change that completely changed the Germany game by bringing Grealish mm. on, you know, um, you know, so I think personally, I don't really blame him for the changes to the Italy game, I, I think, you know, apart from obviously the, the Ukraine game, we never really dominated a team. Mm. Like, like I didn't think we ever looked like, you know, oh, we're going to score four here. You know, you know, the Ukraine game was obviously, you know, a game where we took all our chances pretty much. Mm. And, um, you know, it wasn't like you watch some of the other teams in the, in the start of the tournament, you thought, oh, God, they could get three or four here. You know, it, 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 yeah, we, we were a bit more pragmatic than that. And I think that's a lot down to the players that we have. But the minute that Italy scored, he did try to change it. Now, mm. I think the, the issue for me there is, is you sort of bring on in Saka. I think you bring on, he's a wonderful player, Saka. I, I, he's go, go, gone well up in my estimations. But out of the players on the bench, he wasn't the most attacking. He is the, mm. he is the kind of more, he works hard and, you know, you know that's the thing. I mean, there's obviously, you know, you had options of what Grealish, Foden, Sancho, um, Rashford, you know, I think they're maybe a little more pace, a little more less defensive, I guess is the, is the word for it. But I think he wanted to keep it tight. You know, he didn't, I mean, it's, it's, it'd be easy to say, I'll throw them all on and, you know, you know, do it. I think Mount obviously is a similar player. He works mm. that little bit harder than maybe, you know, if you played a Grealish at 10. I think it, Southgate does does like that. It's well, know. he looked to me Mount to be being asked to play more defensive rather than go yeah. forward and cause damage. But yeah, I mean, I, we could go on all day debating that. But uh, red cards now. Italy had potentially two. Cellini, you know, winning the WWF title against Sacco <laughs> on the, with a, a you know reverse clothesline. Not a red card for me, yellow card. It, it's an, it, what, it should be an orange card. It should be like a five-minute simbin because he knows exactly what he's doing there. It, it's more than a yellow, not a red. Jorginho and Grealish, I can see They're why people said it was me. a red, but if you look at it, he's easily got the ball and his foot slipped off the ball. So, And I don't think he's out of control there. I think it was just unfortunate. So I don't think that was a red card either. I could... I can tell you what now, right? If I if a quick if a nippy winger in extra time or whatever it is, or the last minutes of the time is going past my slower centre back, I'm happy yeah. for him to pull him down by the shirt. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, 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 it's easy to say because it was against us, but I don't think either are red cards. No, and I think people that are looking for it are, are, are looking. What what I did think though, I I thought there was a shout for a penalty, and I was trying to think about who it was on was earlier. That but was I, that Sterling? I think there was definitely through. a shout. I, you know, I, I, I saw it two or three times and I thought there was definite contact. It was de definite as much contact as it was in the Denmark game. 
That, that's where you know, he's tried to run through about three of them and just run out of room. Yeah, it? I don't know. Maybe I just didn't see the right angle, but it looked to me like it, there was... But anyway, you know, it is what it is. And I think, you know, you know, we, we, we've obviously um, lost on penalties, but I don't I don't really blame Southgate. I think, you know, if, if, if Southgate had managed to see that out at nil-nil, everyone would have said... Oh, sorry, one-nil, everyone would have said, you know, heroes mm. defended like lions, you know, whatever it is. You know, they got a scrappy goal from a corner and it changed the game. And from that point on, Italy looked to me like they were probing, but there was no, like, caution to the win. They weren't, like, throwing four attackers on to try and win it. And neither were we. So I think both teams were fairly happy to try and nick the goal. Um, But I was a bit surprised, like you said earlier, that the likes of Sancho and Rashford didn't come on because Italy had so much of the ball. On the break, I felt that those players would have been quite dangerous. And... um, you know, and and I. And think then you you had Sterling and Saka on the pitch at that time, so they're exactly the same. But I I just think, yeah. what, what what's your opinion on the penalties? And a nineteen year old who's never taken a professional penalty, the fifth taker. Obviously, Southgate doesn't know how it's going to go out. Yeah. That he's taken a deciding one, but more more particularly, Sancho Vashford, who, who Southgate has said he knows who's taken the penalties. He knows those two are, and he gives them yeah. literally a minute. I mean, I, I said- mean. Mistake by him, or just an oversight, or, or I think do you definitely think- a mistake by him. I, I actually was talking to friends during the game, and I said exactly that before they made the substitution. I said, whatever they do, they shouldn't let the people, they shouldn't make substitutions with like a minute to go just for penalties. Mm. I've seen it happen so many times where people, do, and I don't necessarily think it's the people say, oh, they're they're cold. I, I I actually don't think it's that. I think mentally, I think Rashford sort of alluded to it in his statement. He said something along the lines of. I was brought on to score a penalty, mm. right? And you, you, you think that in your head, like, you know, mm. you know, there is, you know, you think to yourself, oh, my role for this whole team is this. Like, where if you come on for 20 minutes to go, you're not thinking about that because you've got to focus on the 20 minutes of your, your play and then you get to the penalties and you feel like you've at least contributed elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, but I do think, Listen, I guess this is all opinion, right? But I've long had a had a long-standing opinion that your best penalty taker shouldn't take first. Now I know a lot. I know what people will say: get yourself ahead, and mm. right. I I've long held the opinion that your best penalty taker should take the second or third penalty, because I generally think that quite often that's the most pressured penalties. Like if you if you it, obviously if you miss the first penalty and you lose five four, you know that's 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 bad luck but you're definitely you obviously don't want to put Kane fifth because he might not get to take one Mm. right but I see for me I would have maybe had someone like a you know Saka going first Mm. you know well I, I think that's a pressure penalty as well I think that's why Kane goes first it's a pressure one get off to a good start I don't think it's as big a pressure as Saka would have been feeling on that fifth penalty Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, no. And I, think, and I think that's what you do. I think that's what you do is you, you can't leave Kane till fifth. I mean, you know, I think Maguire, obviously, I mean, I was nervous when Maguire stood up. I was like, oh, I don't see you the, take many penalties. But that's what, what that you do. Was. That's what you do when you take a penalty and you're not massively confident. You at yeah. least. But you see, players, those players are confident. I don't mean, hmm. again, I don't think they're sitting there thinking that, I don't think they think they're going to miss, you know. No. And Rashford sent the goalie the wrong way. He's at the post. It's not like he's, yeah. it's not like he's tried a Penanka and the guy's caught it. No, no. You know, it, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it, we're talking a fine line of margins. Their goalie is huge as well. That Dunder Rumor. I mean, I mean, 
you know, he's going to save a few penalties in his career. So it's not like, he's not like, you know, he's not a normal goalie. He's a very good goalie. So I, Again, I just, I don't really understand the backlash of it. I mean, if anyone should be used to losing penalties, when I should be England fans, right? And, you know, I think, I think, <laughs> that, I, I, I think to me, putting the, the, a 19-year-old fifth is, is a deal that will be made of it. Obviously, if he smashes it in, no one's going to say anything. I still remember Rashford scoring the winner against PSG in the Champions League and mm. people were saying, oh, he's, you know, 20, 22 or whatever, you know, no, you know, he smashed that in, you know, but he did his stutter, you know, people, you know, yeah. if it goes in, no one cares about your run-up. People only care if you miss. And I think um, when Rashford stood up, I thought he'd score, to be honest. I wasn't so sure about Sancho. I never really, I no. Sancho's taken, but it seemed odd. And I think that for me, Kane scoring first is fine. I would have had probably Kane second or third, and I would have tried to take the, the some of the pressure, put the pressure maybe on the more experienced players. But I read Grealish say that he offered to take one, and Southgate shows yeah, yeah. shows a different order. So again, Southgate seeing them in training, I'm sure they practice penalties. I know it's mm. not the same. I get no. that, but but you need to you know you need to have your you know. I mean, I was a little bit surprised that Trippier went off for that reason as well because Trippier I think is yeah. a good, a good well, he scored taker. in a World Cup against Colombia didn't he did he well there you go so I mean uh, you know a uh, good good dead ball striker uh, you know Luke Shaw as well uh, you know he, he may not be the pivot but having scored the goal there's almost like a little bit of um, you know he's you know he's got a bit of confidence you know maybe he should have taken one you know Sterling I, I was a bit shocked didn't didn't but again if Southgate's picked it it's Southgate's decision. Well, he's, you know. he's missed quite a lot for City, hasn't he, Sterling? Yeah, but, but at least he's but, taken them. Yeah, but the, my, my what I is is Henderson coming off. I, I thought he's essentially a captain as well. I know Kane's the captain, but he's Liverpool captain, so he's he's captain material, and just yeah. he wouldn't have tried anything silly. He'd have just. You know, I, I, he can handle yeah, that see, pressure see, as see, well. I don't like the idea that you think they've done anything silly. I don't like. No, that. no, I mean, no. What have they done that's silly? No, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. Like he'd have, he'd no. have twatted it like a Maguire thing. Yeah, but but again, I don't. Again, I don't. I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand that either. I mean, if he if someone goes up and that's no, what what I mean is bar, what I mean is know? if if he had the fifth one, he wouldn't have tried a placing penalty and side foot I placing. Know. I think he'd have. Uh, Try to stick it yeah. in the corner as Maybe. much I mean, as he could, I mean, but I, I was pretty pretty sure that Kane, Maguire, and Henderson, if they were on the pitch, would have taken a pen. Yeah, you know they're uh, they're probably but, yeah. your three big leaders, aren't they? Yeah, I, which think, is why you know, I can't believe he took him off. But well, you know. I, don't know. I don't know. But I mean, he's got he's got his decisions wrong in the one game out of how many did you play six? But I mean, you know, I mean, we we could argue about it all 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 day, couldn't we? But Last things before the Euros, before we go on to Spurs and Man United for 10 seconds. <laughs> but Pickford went up in my estimation during the tournament. I mean, his saves yeah. in the penalty shootout, quite harsh on him, but they were good saves. And generally, he played well in the tournament. I still don't like the fact he did it once. Italy, maybe been unsighted, but his parries go into the middle. But yeah. I thought he was superb. Sterling, I would say, player of the tournament, certainly going forward. But Vice, I thought, was immense. Phillips, Wonderful surname. I thought, I thought our best two players were Luke Shaw and Sterling. I'm not. Um, yeah. I, felt, I, I, I Phillips come out of nowhere, but superb surname. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke Shaw just basically carried on his United form. Maguire, I thought we looked so much more solid defensively. Possibly a little harsh on uh, Mings, who didn't do anything wrong. But no, Maguire, no. 
And Maguire makes Stones a better defender, I think. And, and well, I think come vice on. versa. Yeah. I think vice and, versa. I think, yeah. So I think there were so many positive performances. And, yeah. So let, let's end the Euros on a positive. So, yeah. yeah who who were your standout performers in, in the Yeah, in the I think team? the partnerships. I think both our fullbacks were incredible. Or, I think Shaw and Walker all were outstanding yeah, he, he was superb walker wasn't he yeah and i and, and i think walker got better as the tournament went on as well i think um again maybe not individually but as a partnership stones and Maguire were great phillips and rice were great and then i think sterling was our best player i don't think it'd be difficult pretty much to come to any other conclusion yeah, but sterling think, and shaw were great as well weren't they? So kind of double act on the yeah uh, and i think left. even even Grealish, when he when he had his moments, I think Grealish set up a couple of goals as well, coming off for the bench, you know. So I think, you know, that was good. I mean, Kane, I thought, grew into the tournament. I think we've we've discussed before, that's the Spurs podcast, but I, I think he was quite poor in the in the first three group games. I mean, you can argue all you like that, you know, he doesn't get the service, but I mean, Calvert-Lewin would think he would score 10 goals if you gave him the play, his play to him. So, and I think Kane, there's no doubt Kane's England's most important best player. There's, you know, if, if Harry Kane was injured before the squad, we would miss no one more. Mm. And um, and I, but I think as it got better, you know, the Germany game, he got better. And then for the first 30 minutes of that final, I thought, this is the one, you know, he's going to, this, this is the statement, you know, this is the, mm. the, the game where people are going to say, you know, that he is up there, you know, well, I think he is already up there, but, you know, he's in that top, you know, three or four in the world. And, uh, and then it just faded away and it was disappointed. Not just Kane, everyone faded away. And, you know, um, I think that final was, was, was Italy did well to choke the life out of it, really, I think, with their passing. But, yeah, Shaw, Sterling, again, I, it's so difficult. They were also good. Saka, that's what I mean. It's just proud. I mean, Pickford as well, like you said, I was really worried. But as those like, mental 20 minutes where he looks like he's trying to kick the ball too hard. Mm. You know, and like you know, you feel like he's just <laughs> going to stuff it to the duff it to the local the striker, and but he was fantastic, and I just think you know that nucleus there. You know, I don't know how old they all. You know, I mean, Walker's obviously a bit older, but Shaw will definitely be at the World Cup. I'd imagine Maguire and Stone. I think be, all of them will Phillips be. It's only Rice next. Certainly, I think they all will be. It's only sixteen months away. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so much to be pl- proud of, but. Racism on on social media has to be addressed now. Has to be, but so much to be proud of, and so much to be uh, optimistic for with this World Cup. But obviously, we've got a small matter of the Premier League coming back. So United finished second last year. Benji United fan. This is a Spurs podcast, so he'll be short on this one. <laughs> uh, thoughts for next season? You've got to be aiming to get closer to City and, and or, or whoever wins, and yeah. maybe even topple them and and get back to the top. But yeah, Moran, you've been linked with. What, what do you yeah, think that's, will happen with transfers, and and where do you think United will end up? I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think I think there's there's two big things for United this summer. Now it, it looks like we got Sancho, so putting that aside. Oh yeah, um, yeah I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> so put, put, putting that aside, I think you know if United do go and get Varane and and you know pair Maguire with Varane and they stay fit, then I do think I do think to myself that we um, have got a real good chance. I mean, look, I think there's a, the second point is to get a centre back, and the second point is what happens with Pogba. You know, 
if Pogba stays, I think we've seen how Pogba, how good Pogba can be. You know, I think that that we need that Pogba mm. to play consistently for United. But if he goes, it's replacing him. Mm. You know, do you do you try and balance your team more? Do you sell Pogba and maybe go and try and buy a Rice? You know, to try and give yourself more balance in the team. I think the criticism of Pogba is in the big games he struggles in the two. Mm. You know, he gets exposed. You know, wonderful going forward, but defensively. So, do you try and do that, knowing that you've got Fernandez, Van der Beek? You know, you know, as options going forward. Uh, so yeah, I'm confident. I think I don't think United are going to go and like get 98 points or anything like that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think that's that that's us. So, but I do think. I think what we got 75, 76 last season. I think United have to try and break that 80, 82 point mark because that's what gives you a chance at the title. Mm. You know, I mean, if, if someone like a Liverpool or a, a City or a Chelsea, they go on a, a tear and... Or Tottenham. Like, yeah, <laughs> on a tear, get fifth. No, I'm joking. No, 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 no. But, uh, but you know, if, if, if someone... I think mean, we're maybe in a similar boat in, in, in the sense that we're not going to win a league those teams have to come back a bit. I think, you know, you, you, um, you city, I think, you know, you city have to go below 90 points for us to stand a chance and they're capable of going above that. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, especially if they sign Kane, I uh, saw a sore point, but you know, you know, I hear like Kane and Grealish are supposed to be their wish list. I mean, that doesn't bode well. So, well, you know, well, and, Pep and, said they can't afford the prices at the moment. So that suggests that mm-hmm. it's either mind games or, they're not going for him, but we'll get on to him in a bit. I think I think that we do have a chance. I would would I say we were favourites? No, I mean I saw the in the latest bet in we're full favourites, which I was a little bit surprised. Really? I thought we might be a little more high. Liverpool, Liverpool City, and Chelsea. I'm assuming ahead. Yeah, City, Liverpool, then Chelsea. So you know, and that's and I think Chelsea are hunting down Haaland, aren't they? I think it looks like so. It's uh, so that was obviously a big plus for them. We will see. I think that's got to be the aim for United. A, a trophy would be great. I know, you know, it's not, not easy, but a trophy, we so should have won that Europa League. Um, a trophy would be great. But I think if we get to sort of 82 points, 85 points in the league, we've got a chance. Yeah. yeah. So I, I disagree that we, you said that we're in the same boat. You've got United there who finished second, really building up and a probably now mounted, trying to mount a title challenge where you've got Tottenham now, new manager, completely from scratch and then a rebuild. Uh, Nuno, it wasn't my first choice, but we could have got uh, Sir Martinez or Gattuso, so I'd snap my hand off for Nuno every day mm-hmm. of the week. Uh, Kane is obviously yeah. going to have a huge impact. on. Uh, we obviously need a certain type of player in certain positions, and then if Kane goes, that completely changes that. Whether he will go, I said at the start, I think Levy will make it very difficult for him to go. He's got three years. We've had massive discussions about that, so we've only got 20 minutes, uh, so we can't do that. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he stays. Uh, Spurs fans saying that we need a full defence. I don't think we do. I think we need one central defender who's a leader, like Maguire-esque to sort that defence out. We're getting this Japanese guy from what I read, but it's, again, will Levy pay the extra 2 million euros now or whatever. But, but I was led to believe he was a central defender. He's a right-back. I'm not sure we need a right-back with Nuno because I think Doherty will get back to his best. You could also have Bergwijn there in, in a, a, a wing-back because I'm pretty confident 
apart from injuries, suspensions, whatever, Nuno will play a back three and then you'll have uh, wing backs. And I I do think one of Mourinho's big, big issues last year was he literally, he changed. I've been on Football Manager for 20 years and I've got more consistency in those 20 years than Mourinho had in one season in terms of picking a team and the formation. And I, I don't think that helps. I think footballers need that kind of knowing what they do. When we had Pochettino, the only thing that ever changed was the personnel. So anyone who comes in is into yeah. a certain position and knows exactly what's expected of them in that position. Yeah. I think Nuno will bring that back. But I'd like a playmaker, but then he doesn't necessarily play with one. But yeah, I mean, it's very difficult to say what do you think our chances would be because there's so many different factors and variables. And yeah. and at this moment in time, it's almost impossible. But do, do you think we'll improve? Do you think he'll improve us? Do you think he'll yeah, set I, us down? I think if Kane stays, I think if Kane stays, and I don't think Kane is the sort that's just like going to like phone it in, is he? He's not getting that no, tie. Not at think. Tottenham because he's a Spurs fan. If he was at another club, then maybe. <laughs> but yeah. And, and, and um, so, I mean, if Kane stays, obviously, you, and Son, I think Son's a wonderful footballer. Like, so, so uh, you know, you've got players there. I mean, Lo Celso's just done well away with Argentina, hasn't he, as well? I saw, yeah, well, I, I put a tweet that. out yesterday. It'd be very interesting if we get a kind of new, super confident Lo Celso. And he's obviously yeah. played a big part in the... I think Messi said that we wouldn't be where we are without Lo Celso, which... <laughs> You can't really get better uh, recommendations well, than that. Well, so yeah, I think Hoiberg's had a good tournament for Denmark. You know, I mean, you've got players. I mean, I, I would maybe slightly disagree about your right back. Uh, you know, Aurea can be wonderful. Well, can yeah. be a nightmare. But I, I, think, I, I think he'll be out, though. I think it'll be Doherty as the first choice now. Because obviously okay. Nuno knows him. And then you've got, you've got to find three centre-backs to form a partnership. I do think that. I mean, I've said this on, a, on your podcast before and... I think you laughed at me, but like, but <laughs> I do think that I do think that like you, you know, if you look at older Viraldi, he's played in the back three for for um, for Belgium. Um, Let's talk. He always, wants to leave though, so I've always, that might I've not be an issue. I think I've always said that I think Dyer is either like a defensive midfielder or central of a back three. You know, I don't think he's he's like I think we've said slow feet, haven't we before? Like, but but it's but I actually think he's not bad at you know being that extra man. You know, if if the others are, you know, so yeah, and I think obviously you got Regillian. I think mm. he's a ready-made left back, a uh, left wing back, isn't he? Yeah, mm. much better going. And I think we'll have Sessignon coming back, so we've got competition there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. Skip, skip coming back. I think he won the yeah. league with Norwich, didn't he, on his loan spell? Yeah, they, yeah. they certainly got promoted, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he yeah, can be huge and. He's been touted yeah. as a future so, Spurs I mean, captain. I think you've got the players. I, I, Nuno, whenever United played Wolves, it was always insanely dull. And I think <laughs> he can choke games out a bit like yeah. Southgate, you know. And I, you know, and I think not that it's a bad way to do it. You keep yourself in it. And he obviously had, you know, at that team, that Wolves team, where had like Yota, Traore, and Jimenez. You was, you know, you know, you had like Ruben Diaz and Martinho. They were good players, you know, and and I think you know it got to the point where they were saying, um, you know, we, what what Spurs got. But I look at Hoybo I mean, on in Undenbelly um, is another one. I, I really like Undenbelly. I mm. I'm not. I think he sure struggled gonna... with Mourinho swapping him around all over the place. Yeah. I think he needs a position sure to stick to it. I think the big question I I would have for for Nuno is what he's going to do with Ali, because mm. if you play free, if you play three four three, or you know. I don't know what he's going to play, you know, but a free at the back, I agree with you, is, is likely. 
I still think Ali's that best in that kind of second striker mm. position, you know, and that doesn't really happen in this formation unless you play three five, you know, three five yeah, two. Exactly. Yeah. Something someone else on another podcast was on said exactly the same thing. Ali's in a five, fine. Other than that, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I think I think that's I mean that's going to be your issue. Will he like because you know and Wink Winks is you know I know Winks doesn't get lots, that lots of love from Spurs fans, but. I can see like how Nuno will come in and think, oh, Winks is a little bit, you know, Ruben, uh, like Neves, you know, like a little yeah. bit more on the ball, you know, a little bit more on the ball is where, you know, Hoiberg's a bit busier, a bit more. Yeah. You know, but, but I think Winks could have a resurgence as well, because I'm sure I've said to you before, I've certainly said on here, but Pochettino, I think, was an arm around the shoulder kind of manager. If you, if you yeah. make a mistake, you're still my guy. With Mourinho, it was get yeah. out of my sight, you're dropped. And I think, Vio Ferdinand said it when he was talking about Ferguson. Some players are fine with a with a bollocking. Some others need an arm around the shoulder. I think Winks is certainly the second type. I think Ali might be as well. And from all accounts, from what I hear, Nuno's quite a good man manager. So I, you know, it, it could yeah, be the resurgence is, yeah. that Winks needs. But I mean, do you, do you see any fading of Wolves for players from him? Obviously, well, money I, I, I will be. Know. I mean, there's talk. There's, there's talk the room talk of Cody is available, isn't there? Yeah, well, yeah. I'd take him. I said that on a podcast. He could be with Hoiberg as the two. One of them will have license to go a bit more forward. Similar to Rice and Phillips, mm. you know, one of them was told sit back. The other was engage. And then that could push yeah. Ndombele as a kind of, not number yeah. 10, but like further forward. But unless I, unless I'm missing someone, unless I'm, I know you've got Berger in Lucas. You've got a few Lamella. And no, then, I think um, he'll be off. Yeah, but I, I I still think you need that kind of opposites to Sun. You know, if, even if Kane stays, I think you need... Um, that, that could be Sessignon, you know. Highly rated, he's left-footed, maybe. Sun's right. Well, Sun's both, I guess. But yeah, like, I mean, maybe, but he hasn't shown that, has he? I mean, I mean, I mean you know, he hasn't. maybe he could be, but, you know, a lot of people could be. And I think that's where I'm interested in. I think if I was Spurs, thinking you're going to play a back three, I'm probably reckon you need a a centre-back. Mm. Um, a commanding and, one, I think. Yeah, like a centre-back. And I would probably say something along the lines of like a right a right winger. You know, I, I think that, I know you've got a few of them, but one that's, you know, I mean, I look at, I mean, I don't know the stats, you'll know better than me, but how many did, how many goals did Bergwijn and Lucas get between them last year? Yeah, yeah, not that many, but I, I think this season the bonus a, don't count. Ravonas don't count yeah. double either, mate. So. Yeah, but I, I think this season could be a huge for Bergwijn because that Anfield game, where again basis abuse kicked in, he missed a chance, yeah. which he did everything right. He just hit the post, whereas Kane got off scot free for missing the sitter, but because yeah. he's got credit in the bank, it's just well, ridiculous comment. Yeah. But he's scoring but, thirty but, goals a season will do. Yeah, that for you, but but it? but Bergwijn's confidence seemed to just absolutely shatter because of that. Like, yeah, and and you forget they're young kids, don't you? You forget. Yeah, yeah the game after the, the, the first lockdown, we played you, and the, it was a it was a poor goalkeeping display by De Gea in that moment. But he got the ball, Bergwijn first thought run at people, yeah. and he got his luck there, which it probably deserved. And then after that Anfield game, every time he got the ball, it's turned around, go backwards, and that, that's yeah. a confidence thing. That is, yeah. and then he scored a really good goal against Villa the end of last season but again that was get the ball run and so if his confidence is back I think he could have a massive season and and he's obviously got talent and 
Yeah, he's young as well. And, and for, so, for someone like Nuno, who is a coach, yeah. someone like that who's young is mouldable. When you get to like 28, 29, what, you, you're coming towards the twilight be, of your career and not that mouldable anymore. I don't think you'll be as bad as you were last season. Although having said that, you started really well, didn't you? You, you started yeah, the season yeah. well last season. But it, was, but it was, you know, I mean, you got a nice easy one first game of the season as well, didn't you? So, well, it's best time to play them, isn't it? You, you, <laughs> before they get into their rhythm. I mean, they could get into their rhythm early, but like you, you don't really want to play City 10 games in when they likelihood into their rhythm. Uh, I think but, I think you probably always want to play City after a Champions League game. I think that's probably the best time. But yeah. it's but it's um but yeah, I think yeah, I think I think you'll be as bad. I think there's just so much competition now. It, like it, it's it's nuts. I mean, okay, I, I would concede that United are now probably part of that expected top four, and I don't mm. think you guys are anymore. No, no. But you but you look but you look slightly below that, you know, and you know, Leicester, Arsenal yourselves, you know, Everton. Mm. It's a scrap, you know, and you, you know you you wouldn't be shocked if I said to you that one one of City, Liverpool, United, or Chelsea didn't make the top four. You wouldn't be like astounded, no. you know. And no. and I think I think that that's where that's where the it, league, the Premier League, is definitely a cut above the other leagues. I mean, there, there's mm. you know you've got that. It's it, you know people talk about top six or what you know, but you can't call Arsenal part of the top six anymore unless you know less less doing mm. yourself a bit of you know. So I think I think. You know, traditionally, obviously, they're a huge club, Arsenal. But, you know, you're talking now a genuine top eight. I mean, mm. a genuine top eight with maybe kind of like a, a sort of brief split four and four. You know, you've got mm. that, that sort of top four and then the bottom four. But, but they're still a top eight now. And, mm. you know, you wouldn't be surprised at all. You know, I mean, it, I mean, my goodness, if Brighton can find themselves a goal scorer, I mean, they <laughs> would be, I mean, it'd be insane. So, um but it's possible. Yeah. I don't um, think my, my my answer is if you were asking me to predict where Spurs to be, I would say fifth. Hmm. But but I but it wouldn't shock me if they snuck in. It would definitely shock me if they finished like second. Hmm. I have to be honest. But like I I if 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 the if the points don't run away with it, you know if the if the you know that top four don't get too detached and it becomes you know you know, a, a sort of 62, 65 points, you know, I think Spurs are more than capable of getting top four, especially if Kane's staying. Yeah. If Kane goes, you are, you are in a massive rebuild and, you know, all of a sudden top four almost becomes like, you know, a, a two, three year plan again. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I think it's very difficult to predict Tottenham, certainly before you know who the players are going to be that start the yeah. league, whereas United obviously had a plan last season and it's just going to be a continuation of that plan. There's, yeah, well, um, not, not just it, last season. Since Ollie, since Ollie's come in, yeah. right? That plan has been so we're getting close to like two and a half, three years or whatever. And you know, that's what time. That's the time it sort of takes. I mean, I don't know how long yeah. Klopp took to, to win it, but for four, four, five years maybe. Yeah, you know, these things take time. And Spurs, Spurs are in that position now. But you're mm. not. It doesn't make. You know, you haven't got bad players. No, the, you know, the only issue I have with Nuno building something is, uh, I said at the start, as soon as we went after Poch with one year left and then PSG added a two year that yeah. the managers are stopgap until he's available. Nuno's got a two year contract. Now, if, if he works wonders next season and the season after good chance, all right, we'll give you an extension. But if he's not winning leagues, I think it's a stopgap and a like a kind of a steady Eddie kind of deal. And then get Poch in in two years time. I'll be honest, I, don't I, see, I don't see Poch coming back to Spurs in the immediate future. I, I, see, I, see, I, 
I, I would have said I would agree with you if we hadn't have tried to get him. How many months ago it was? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I think there is a real legitimate possibility at the moment. I think that PSG are the best team in Europe. They've mm. signed Dunderum, They've got Ramos, yeah, Wijnaldum and Ramos, all on free transfers. So they, yeah. they, you know, they've still got Neymar. You know, there's, there's um, they Mbappe for the moment. Well, they've got Mbappe. There's talk they're going to be the ones who get Pogba. You mm. know, so it, so it's that team is going to be very, very competitive. And I, I mean, I know they didn't win the league last year, which, you know, I, I know you guys, I know you guys had to suffer the take potch out of Spurs or whatever jokes. I get that, yeah. but it, you know, it, but it, but it's, but there's no way he's not winning the league at PSG where he's there. Right. Mm. I, he will win the league. I'm convinced. That I think Potch is an excellent manager and, you know, him and them and city, I would say are my favorites to win it, the champions league next year as well. So, I mean, buying maybe as well to now buy and go, but not you. I don't see it. I don't know, not us. We'll be in Europa in February again. So, <laughs> like, it's, um, you know, I mean, it's United are building. We I mean, we, we have a good team. We can beat anyone on our day. I think we know that when we went to City last year, we, we were, we were ex, we took, took them apart on the break and stuff and that, you know, but. I don't think we're there yet. I think United are still kind of in that kind of, maybe we can sneak a league, you know, but maybe it's the, the league's the bread and butter, I think. And I think mm. Spurs, Spurs will be a tough team to play for anyone. I think Nuno isn't going to, you're not going to be like getting hammered under Nuno. No. You, know, you might, my fear for Spurs is, is, is the people who were moaned about Mourinho's style of football. You might, mm. he, that's my fear under Nuno is, I've, I think he can really choke out a game. But that, that could also be the reason it's two years. If if the fans are unhappy, it's not seven hundred million pound to get rid of him. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I I mean, there's a long way to go in there. I mean, well, I don't even know when the season starts. Sometime in August, but let's say thirteenth of August. There's a month left. A lot can change in that. Players coming, players going, and and he's got a month now to. He's got everyone back. Although Kane and Hoiberg are probably gonna and Lacelso are probably gonna have a week off. To yeah, just yeah. refresh, so three weeks to implement your style and all that. But <laughs> Kane's style ain't going to change that much. Go score goals, go yeah, set and up as well. Goals. I, and, you know, I think, I think, I think it does suit Kane as well if he stays. I mean, you you know that kind of three four free formation or whatever. Mm. You know, where Kane dropping deep and you have got two speedy wingers getting in behind him, like you said mm. earlier, which you said England didn't do. Um, mm. You know, I I mean. It, he could Kane could score goals under Nuno, I think. I just I just worry about the maybe the kind of attacking intent, you know, to, yeah. to play. A lot of it is counter-attacking football. A lot of it is counter-attacking football. Yeah, fans so back though, that could change, but we'll have yeah. to yeah. remain to be seen. But anyway, great to talk to you again. And yeah, it's nice to have something positive to talk about. And there's yeah. a lot of yeah. there's a lot of positivity going forward and a lot of optimism. Obviously, it could come crashing down in 16 months, <laughs> but there's a lot to be optimistic about. And it should never be underestimated what those players and staff have done, regardless of whether mistakes Absolutely. were made and issues were made. But they've done something that a golden generation of world world talent. Yeah weren't able to do weren't even exactly. close to being able to do uh so there's a lot of optimism and yeah like we say the, the these petitions get them signed get your name on them yeah and and yeah absolutely and yeah 
Uh, yeah, come back again. Maybe just before the season starts, obviously players would have been signed. Yeah. You've got a bit more of an idea of who's going to be the yeah, starting definitely. 11 and everything. And we'll have a Premier League kind of go through the team, similar like we did to the Premier League review, but a preview of all the teams and how we think we'll do and <laughs> yeah, yeah. where we can be completely wrong and, you know, Brighton <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get we a world striker in. Right, yeah. and we say bottom half, get a worldy striker in, go win the league. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, great to talk to All you right. again. And yeah, take Thanks. it easy and come back soon. See you later, buddy. Thank you. Cool. Cheers. Thanks so much for watching. Before you go, please make sure you give the like and subscribe buttons a click. Any questions, comments, or any suggestions for future episodes, if you just add those into a comment on the YouTube video. If you're listening to the audio-only podcast, thanks so much for listening. Anyone who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get that at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you can find all the information there. I'll be back soon. Until then, come on, you Spurs!